Well, that's... It'll be a good game. They're a good team, and uh, we played them earlier this year. You know, I know. You know, everyone thinks we suck, and you know, can't win any games. So we'll see. It'll be fun. All right. L- let me get this straight. Twelve AFC championships, eight Super Bowls, supermodel wife who is easily worth double what you are, and now you're inviting us to your pity party. <laughs> January 19th, Thursday. I'm J.O. I am the author of Maximize Your Medicare. The 2019 edition is now available in e-back, e-back, e-book, and paperback format everywhere. Amazon.com, Apple iBooks, you name it, you can find it. MaximizeYourMedicare.com for further information. And for those of you who buy e-books and have not ever gone to Kobo.com, K-O-B-O.com, the ebook is $5.99. You get a $5 coupon for the book for first-time buyers, making the ebook 99 cents. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation, www.greathumanityhf.org. The lofty goals of the foundation are simple and apply to almost every community. Just think to yourself, young family, $10,000 deductible. Funds will be used to help those overwhelmed by medical debt. As always, today is not financial advice. I'd have to know a lot more about you in order to give you specific recommendations, even though we have licenses, certifications, and all sorts of other things to tell you that we are qualified to do so. So now we're in the middle of January, and what is going on now is in 2019, we've got this new period, this new time frame. It is called the open enrollment period. It began on January 1st. It ends on March 31st. Now, today's podcast is all about those people who have not correctly enrolled in Medicare from the jump, meaning that let's just say you don't like insurance or you didn't know the rules. You didn't know this podcast. You've never seen the book. You've basically decided, well, I don't need insurance. I'm tired of paying even a penny. Therefore, you didn't sign up correctly. First of all, if you receive extra help, meaning that the reasoning for your late enrollment is you qualify for extra help, which is the federal program that assists people with prescription drug costs. If you are the recipient of Medicaid in your state, your late enrollment penalties are waived by the federal government. In that instance, then you have a quarterly right to change configurations. In other words, if you are either on extra help alone or if you are on your state's Medicaid program along with Medicare, then you do have the quarterly right once between in each of the first three quarters and once again during the annual election period running from October 15th through December 7th to change plans. By changing plans, what I mean is you can change your Part D plan. You can change your Medicare Advantage plan. So now let's turn to COBRA. There are certain persons who have 
paid for private health insurance under COBRA laws. And it becomes very, very tricky when you are over 65 years old, in other words, eligible for Medicare, and you have insurance coming from COBRA. The reason is that COBRA itself is not a reason to delay Medicare enrollment. The Part B late enrollment penalty would apply to you. Now, the Part D late enrollment penalty probably doesn't apply to you because the plan that you are on under COBRA would be from a, an employer which had over 20 full-time employees, in which case it is very, very likely the case that that plan also had credible prescription drug coverage, so the Part D late enrollment penalty wouldn't apply. However, the Part B, B for boy, that late enrollment penalty would apply. So you can't just sit there and stay on COBRA until you're 67, let's just pretend, for two years, and then all of a sudden say, okay, well, I'm done with COBRA and I need to go to Medicare. What you will find is that you will be subject to the Part B late enrollment penalty. This does create some unsettling situations, right? Because, for example, let's say you're on COBRA and you are also carrying your spouse. So now you're a female, you're on COBRA, and you're covering your husband who is 60 years old underneath yourself. Well, the challenge then becomes that you stay on COBRA under the idea that you also want to have your husband who is not yet Medicare eligible to be still on the old employer plan. Well, now the problem is, is that the 60, now the 67 year old says, okay, well, we're going to have to go to Medicare for whatever reason. You get the late enrollment penalty unbeknownst to yourself. Now, for those of you who are not yet eligible for COBRA, but you know this is coming you have to very seriously question whether or not COBRA is worth it. Generally speaking, for example, let's say the 65-year-old female is not married, well, but takes COBRA. That person has no real excuse unless, well, there are, of course, there are exceptions. Let's just say, for example, that COBRA begun, begins in December and you have hit your out-of-pocket maximum, in which case all future medical costs are at zero. Okay, there's one. Yes, that's true. One else. Well, it could be that COBRA is paid for entirely by your ex-employer for some period of time. Now, that's great, right? You get your COBRA for free. That said, after an eight-month period then your late B, late enrollment penalty ticker, time clock, sand glass, that now has begun. I'd love to tell you it gets better from there. It actually gets worse. And the reason is, let's just say that you've now listened to this podcast and it's May. And you call us up and you say, Jay, okay, I didn't understand how this COBRA stuff worked. I didn't realize that the Part B late enrollment penalty would apply to me. And... 
yeah, I want to not pay this late enrollment penalty that never expires. Therefore, how do we get out? The problem is you cannot just simply tack on Part B. If you are in the late enrollment penalty phase beyond March 31st in any year. Therefore, what you have is a window, and we are in that window now. Between now and March 31st, you do have the ability to turn on, apply, enroll for Part B. That doesn't change the problem that you have regarding the late enrollment penalty. And to make things more complicated, the fact is that Part B does not begin until July 1. So now I've spent five minutes on just giving you the 5,000-foot view, and you can see the fastest conclusion inside Maximize Your Medicare, which is don't mess with COBRA. And especially if you live in a state where your spouse, the 60-year-old 60, 60 male, for example, if you live in a Medicaid expansion state and you qualify, then it can be the case that you can also have the tax subsidy, the premium subsidy from the federal government under the Affordable Care Act to the extent that it still exists and still avoid the Part B late enrollment penalty in addition to the superiority of Medicare and whatever Medicare configuration, whether that be Medicare Advantage or Part D. So, you know, tw 20 minutes ago, I was thinking that today was going to be a very, very short and uncomplicated podcast, meaning that I was just going to simply explain to those persons that were late comers to how Medicare works. They had never looked at it. They had not really thought through it or some other extenuating circumstance prevented that. Well, here we are. So now you have not enrolled in Part B. This is that period between now and the end of March. It used to be called the General Enrollment Period, GEP. Now, the fact of the matter is they've eliminated that terminology. That jargon is now has now been erased from the lexicon. And this is going to be the source of confusion, I promise, because you take away something and then all of a sudden people said, well, I thought I was going to wait till January for this period, the general enrollment period. Well, that no longer exists. It has been replaced by the open enrollment period, another wrongly named period. Anyway, we can't go down that wormhole today. You can enroll in Part B. It would be effective on July 1st. In addition to that, you will have the ability to add Part D or a Medicare Advantage plan that begins on July 1. You do have this special election period. Now, as people know who have listened to me or attended the information sessions, whatever it would be, the idea of original Medicare, Part A and Part B, Let's just leave those two parts. The weakness of Medicare itself is the fact that it has no out-of-pocket maximum, meaning that your financial liability under 
under negative circumstances, your financial liability is potentially unlimited. That fact alone tells you one thing, that original Medicare by itself has financial risks. Back on the track. So if you are able to enroll during this period, the open enrollment period, which ends on March 31st, then you have a special enrollment period for both Part D and for Medicare Advantage. In addition to that, can you apply for Medigap at that point? The answer is yes. Remember that Medigap itself can be applied for at any point in time during the year. This is one of those times where it makes sense to enroll in the middle of the year. Most of the time, people switching from Medicare Advantage to Medigap will need to use the annual election period because of the fact that you need to have a prescription drug plan and you cannot just simply cancel your Medicare Advantage plan in favor of a standalone prescription plan unless you have a special enrollment period. Do special enrollment periods exist where you have outs, where you have a way out? Yes, that is not the subject of today's podcast. In the next couple of podcasts, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about when or why you may want to switch into Medigap or switch Medigap carriers. At the very minimum, it is important to enroll in Part D. And the reason is that every month that transpires, meaning July, August, September, October, November, December, what ends up happening is the Part D late enrollment period, which is a separate calculation. That will continue on. So let's just say, for example, you enroll in Part B and it becomes effective on July 1st. If you do not select a Part D plan or a Medicare Advantage plan that includes prescription drug coverage, well, you've turned off the Part B late enrollment period calculation, you have not turned off the Part D late enrollment period calculation, which is 1% per month that you should have had prescription drug coverage, but you haven't. Now, if this sounds complicated, there's a reason for that, and it is. And that, that and that's the bottom line, is that once COBRA becomes involved here, with a blank piece of paper, I tell persons generally to examine what is actually going on and what happens immediately. It can take the entire eight months to actually figure out what is best for you, and especially in the instance when you are married to someone who is not Medicare eligible, meaning the 60-year-old husband in my prior example at the beginning of this podcast, it does become complicated. You need to think through what the combinations look like. And does that mean that it is complicated? Yes, it does. We can't possibly describe all of the different combinations and weird situations which occur all at the same time. For that, it may be important or valuable to receive some individualized attention. 
I think that's it for today. We've got a long list of topics that are going to be coming up in the coming weeks. Please subscribe to the Maximize Your Medicare newsletter. You can subscribe on the website for the book, www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Podcast, Stitcher, wherever you can digest your podcast, you can subscribe to this one. In addition to that, check out the YouTube channels for newcomers to Medicare. Be sure to watch Medicare ABCs. It's about an hour long. It does give the rundown of all of the individual moving parts on Medicare, the most important aspect of retirement planning. I'm Jay. Thanks for listening. I'm going to Tom's pity party.